Welcome to Simple Truth Love, a place where we talk about self-leadership, self-care, and self-love. With the hope that our self-help conversations might inspire you to look at fundamental well-being practices. Here, we'll dissect powerful words and explore how those words can enable or disable us from being our best selves. And contemplate things together that make us be the best we can be. My name is Rochelle Doyle, and I have a hard time forgiving people when I perceive they are being disrespectful. Mm. I'm Cindy Bradshaw. And I have a hard time forgiving myself when I hurt other people unintentionally. Oh, those are kind of similar. So today we're going to talk about forgiveness and we'll start with a definition. And psychologists usually define forgiveness as a conscious, deliberate decision to release feelings of resentment or vengeance towards a person or group who has harmed you, regardless of whether they actually deserve your forgiveness. As a note, forgiveness does not mean forgetting, nor does it mean condoning or excusing offenses. Great definition. Rochelle, do you want to tell me about a time when you had to forgive someone or something? I I can remember one time that it took a little bit more than normal to let go. Obviously, like still is there. I had a teacher at Sac State. And it was an English class. And she had us as an assignment. We were reading something about the Civil War. And we had to read all of these letters from people that were fighting for the Confederate side. And they were basically talking about their lack of resources, how much they were struggling, and fearing that they were going to lose the war. And she had assigned us to write an essay sympathizing with the Confederate side on why they deserved pity and what sort of feelings it evoked in you. And the feelings were obviously supposed to be these empathetic feelings towards the Confederacy. And I wrote my entire essay on how how I didn't feel that way and how they were fighting to keep my ancestors slaves And they were fighting, therefore, to keep me a slave. Therefore, if they had won, I wouldn't be able to have any of the freedoms that I have in life. I wouldn't even exist. But still, if I was to exist, I wouldn't have any of the freedoms that I have in life. So I didn't give a rat's butt about Mm -hmm. the feelings of these people. And I remember she wrote, she graded my paper and gave me a D and said that I didn't understand empathy and said that they weren't trying to keep me a slave. They were trying to keep my ancestors a slave, which was something totally different and said that I seemed very angry and that I needed therapy. Oh, I'm like a piece of paper. So I should have done other things, but I quit going to the class and I was so just pissed at her for being an educator and, and, thinking that was an appropriate response. And then I think what made it harder for me is that I didn't take the appropriate action to name that the conf- like name what happened wasn't okay. I didn't go through any channels. I sort of accepted defeat. I dropped out of the class. I took a, a late withdrawal. So I took a, a W. And there is where I had to begin the process of forgiveness because I felt like because of her, I now was 
dealing with all these other repercussions as far as like lower GPA, et cetera, et cetera. But I had to get over it. Did you ever forgive her? I think so. I haven't thought about it in years, but I think that's what makes forgiveness interesting is that I released it from my life. And that's to me what forgiveness is. And I have let go of any hold she has over me. So for today, yeah, it doesn't make her action excusable. And I think that's what's important about the definition. And it means that I could have done a variety of steps, any number of things, including going to the dean, including continuing communication to make my point. And I didn't, but forgiving somebody doesn't mean that you are not doing anything about it. It sometimes means that you are doing something about it. How about you? A story that comes to mind is when my son was in third grade. So he was about nine years old. I drove to the school to pick him up. And as I'm driving along this very busy two-way traffic street, I see my child digging in the dirt, jumping with rain boots and puddles in the middle of this street, this busy street, when he was supposed to be in school with his teacher. It was a major street. It was a major street. So I was fuming, like, what is my child doing in the middle of this major street when the school is responsible for him and he should be in class. So that was just came right at me. I was furious and I just stormed right into, first of all, getting my child out of the street. Then I stormed into the classroom to the teacher screaming at the top of my lungs, like, what is going on here? Why the hell is my child in the middle of the street playing in rain puddles? And I just remember I was so like almost frozen. Like I couldn't even hear what he was saying because I was like so angry, angrier than I think I've been in a probably really long time. So he starts explaining to me what the situation was, but I just couldn't forgive him. It was like, it's unforgivable that you would under your care, allow this student out into the street. So I then had to make this decision. Do I pull, like you were saying, you just withdrew. I had that decision. Do I withdraw my kid from this school because this happened? Or do I figure out a way to move forward with the situation? So I had conversations with administration. I had several conversations with the teacher. My son loved the school and wanted to be in this school. And all of his friends were in this school. So I wound up keeping him there. But it was really hard because then I lost all trust in the teacher. And I had a really hard time getting over that and moving forward. And it took some time and it took some practice. And I finally got there and he wound up staying in the school. Did you stick with the same teacher? I did. Luckily, he wound up quitting after a year. So he wasn't there too long, which I was actually grateful for because I still think I like, I had a lot of problems with him because of what happened. Yeah. So how do you feel about him now? I still even talking about it, feel really mad at him. And again, with forgiveness, it's not condoning their behavior. Like he did a terrible thing. He should have been watching kids. That was his job. He did a terrible thing, Mm -hmm. but I have released keeping that hatred for him in my system. I don't have to love him or feel like he's the best person in the world, but I now feel neutral about this person 
and have been able to, to move forward. Do you think if you saw him on the street, you would smile? I don't think I would want to. Again, I don't like this person really. So I might not smile at this person in the street, but I don't need to. Right. And I've released what was troublesome for me in regards to this person, because I had to move forward with my child in the class and had to put some boundaries in place as to trust and how I interact with this person in the future. What was your process to get there? My process was talking to a lot of people and getting out my anger because I was holding so much anger. And through that, feeling like I could have a little bit of trust in the situation in the future. And once all of that happened, it was just realizing that anger sitting inside of me was just eating at me. And I had to find a way to release that anger in order to make myself feel better. That's the interesting thing about forgiveness is that I think a lot of us think about it towards another person. Like you think about forgiveness as something you're giving to somebody else, but really it's entirely internal. It's a gift for yourself. The psychology behind forgiveness has shown that you will be less depressed. You will have lower blood pressure, lower cholesterol, lowered heart rate, reduce your own anxiety and anger. If you are able to let go. But I think a lot of the times we extend it as a courtesy to other people. And that's what makes it really hard is I think focusing on what it does to your own self is key. Absolutely. And Rochelle, I found that great quote this morning from Desmond Tutu, who we love. What was it again? So it's to forgive is not just to be altruistic. It is the best form of self-interest. If you can find it in yourself to forgive, then you are no longer chained to the perpetrator. I love that. That's exactly what you were just talking about. It's so true. And it's also not chained to the perpetrator. It's chained to negative emotion that you're carrying around, right? Like how jacked up is that? Is that somebody has done something that you have felt was unforgivable or was negative And then you're using your muscles and your heart and your mind to just reinforce negative energy in your life. That's just what you're going to harbor. That's what's going to manifest more in your life. So you've got to let it go for your own good. I also love the quote, energy flows where attention goes. Mm -hmm. That is that too. If you are focusing on this person who harmed you and this negativity, you're actually flowing energy into that person. Mm-hmm. And that's the last thing you want to do. You want to flow energy into yourself. So you need to right. figure that out. I think you have to figure out how to bless the person, wish them well, bless the situation, wish it well. Otherwise, you're going to keep harboring that. I think that what's so interesting about this is that I've really thought about forgiveness a lot. And I think what makes it really difficult is that it's almost, it's a mindset and it's an action in the same thing. And there's this loop that has to happen with forgiveness where I have to make a decision to forgive somebody. That's starting point. Well, I guess the starting point would be being wronged or feeling like I've been wronged, but I make a decision to forgive somebody. And once I make that decision to forgive somebody, then I have to follow it up with the action. So what that when these negative thoughts about this person or the situation comes in my mind, I'm able to say, hold on, I decided to release that. So my action is stop, 
you have released that. And it doesn't mean that you haven't done any action. So for me in this situation, I probably would have been able to release it better if I had gone up to the dean and named what was happening and named why I thought it was offensive and wrong. But in history and in life and in global situations, you see all these examples where people don't get that opportunity to face the people that have done wrong or to to file the appropriate grievance with things that have been done wrong. And still for your own internal self, you have to forgive. And it's about, I think too, yeah, releasing that toxicity that could be that you're harboring, right? Is really important. And then you move forward in a way when a situation like that comes up again, you have now tools to handle it differently Mm -hmm. because you can't go back and change what happened like we've talked about before, it could even be people in your life that are no longer around that you can't actually speak to. So you don't have control over the outcome of some of these situations that happen, but you can feel okay in your heart about the situation and learn from it in the future. Mm -hmm. It is. It's interesting that this is all just a work about yourself. Absolutely. It doesn't really have anything to do with the person that has wronged you. And one thing that I think a lot of people struggle with is one thing that I've struggled with is how do you forgive somebody that you know is going to continue to do you wrong? Yeah. And I think then you have to have boundaries with that person so that you're not having this come up all the time. So if there's a person in your life that keeps harming you, you need to say, okay, what do I need to do to have that person stop harming me? And like, do I need to get away from this situation? Do I not engage them anymore? And I know sometimes that's hard with family and people that are in your life in a way that's difficult to just kind of not talk to them anymore. But I think it's important that you hold up boundaries and say, if this happened again, how would I want it to look and how can I go at it in a new way? Yeah. And I think that's one of the things that we can see is happening in the world right now or in the United States that there are issues going on where I think the day of Derek Chauvin's trial announcement, there was an article that had cited that at least 64 people had died in the hands of law enforcement nationwide and that more than half of those were people of color. And that to me is an example of how do you practice forgiveness or do you have to practice forgiveness when you know that we're in the thick of a situation that's hurting people, that's hurting you? Absolutely. And I think, again, it goes back to this isn't condoning anyone's behavior for anything that they've done. And I think you do still like there's still accountability in people's actions just because you've chosen to forgive and move forward for yourself, it's really an act of self-care. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why it's such an important distinction to say, I will still march. I will still condemn. I will still show up and speak up against. If I'm protesting, no matter what it is that I do, my action doesn't mean that I'm not forgiving. My action is is standing up for the action that I think is wrong. But in my heart, I can't hang on to this forever because it's going to shorten my life. And that's a really hard thing, especially when you see people that look like you that are being slaughtered yeah, because of what they look like. So can't say that I'm fully forgiven everybody in the world, but it is something that day by day, starting off with intentionality and, and trying not to keep everything inside of yourself is a practice because it 
only hurts ourselves. And it's not easy to practice that. It takes a lot of time to practice moving forward. But you're right. It doesn't mean you don't stand up for it in the future or try to make a change and make it better. But you're not holding on to what has happened in the past. You're moving forward in an actionable way. Mm -hmm. So I heard something that I thought was interesting. It was an alternative definition of forgiveness. And it was talking about how forgiveness is giving up the hope that the past could be any different. What do you think about that? I think it's right because you can't change the past. The past happened, but you can change the present and the future. Like your actions can be different, but you can't go back and sit in the past. Mm -hmm. That's not going to move you forward, but you can learn from the past Mm -hmm. and take those actions into the present or the future. Like, could you find some empathy for that person in some way? So that's a key component too. We get stuck in this like, oh, she's just her and being rude to me. And then you like, have you ever been in that situation where you found out that someone had like a horrible thing going on that you had no idea was happening in their life? And when you found out, you went, oh gosh, that's why they were acting so rude to me. And then you all of a sudden shift your thinking to being compassionate for that individual. Mm -hmm. I think that's a really important takeaway for me too, is to try to not assume that they're just trying to be rude, but try to assume that, like you talked about earlier, wish them well Mm -hmm. and move forward. I think some things are easier to do that with than others. Yeah. But I think that's an important piece is having a little bit of empathy. You are so right. And it's hard too, because in most situations, we don't get to know every corner of somebody's life. So we don't get to know what struggles that they have to help build that empathetic story that we want in order to try to forgive people. But it's good to assume that they're there because we're all going through something. Absolutely. And most people in situations, it feels like so-and-so 100% wronged me and they did this to me. Most people are good. Mm -hmm. And they're coming from somewhere that they're not understanding. Like we're all just a combination of the experiences that we've lived before. So we're all just a combination of all of these experiences we've had in our life. So knowing that people are always doing their best in life and it helps to think of that to move on. So I want to conclude with a quote today. Holding on to anger is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. I have a quote too. If you want to be happy for a moment, take revenge. But if you want to be happy forever, forgive. Love it. Bye, Rochelle. Good talking to you about forgiveness today. Good to talk to you. Talk to you later.